Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana and Kyle, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. On our podcast, we weekly discuss topics that are typically left in the shadows, and we do our best to shine God's light and love onto them. Welcome here. Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. Kyle and I are here to chat about something that is fast approaching, which is Valentine's Day. And so if that strikes fear in your heart, don't panic. We will get you sorted uh, with some last minute Valentine's Day ideas and all sorts of things like that. But before we get going, we wanted to share a review that we got and it is from the lovely Jennifer. So she gave us five stars and the title of it is love everything about KS in all caps. I have been married to my college sweetheart for 16 years, and we have three kids. We're busy, exhausted, and living most of our minutes keeping our head above water with our youngest being a toddler. Yeah, I get this. Been there. This podcast has really helped us reclaim the intimacy in our marriage and has breathed so much fresh life into our sex life. We've always had a good sex life, but this has blessed us so much. Being able to explore and discover new things about each other has been so much fun. Thank you so much for what you guys are doing. Sweet. So nice. That was very, very, very sweet. Thank you, Jennifer. Love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we are starting, in case you haven't listened to our past couple episodes, we are starting off with a verse to kind of blanket um, the episode before we start. And so I thought this one was not very Valentine's-y, but I think <laughs> – it um you'll understand when you get to like the second half of this episode why i chose this one okay so it's philippians 2 3 and 4 do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourselves not looking to your own interests but to the interests of others so again not really valentinesy but it has its purpose here. Um, so because, like I already mentioned, Valentine's Day is coming, we wanted to give you guys some simple, easy, romantic ideas. Depending where you are in life, we kind of wanted to make it so there was something for all of you. But before we get started, Kyle, what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Um, I don't hate it, so I'm not the spouse that hates Valentine's Day, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I'll usually do something for Sam, so like I'll bring flowers home or bring her chocolate or like all the stereotypical things. Right. Um, we used to try and go out, but now mm-hmm. we save our babysitting favors for mm-hmm. more important days to us, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm definitely not a hater of Valentine's Day. I think it's good. I think it's just a an easy scheduled day to show your spouse appreciation, which obviously mm. people would say every day should be Valentine's Day. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, we get it. But in reality, we it's not that. But it's not. <laughs> exactly. This is, bless his heart. This is Jeff's. He's like, this is too commercialized. I don't like feeling pressured to have date night, to have to do all these fancy things on one day. It's like, okay, let's pick another day. That's fine. Whatever do you want, Jeff? Like, let's just, but it just needs to happen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's the problem. I wouldn't say he's a hater, but he is not a lover of the Valentine's Day. So he will do the things, but he would rather maybe 
Not that he doesn't want to do the things. It's just that it's like, oh, Valentine's Day. It's just not, oh, yes, Valentine's Day. So Yeah, fair. I had a... I had a high school English teacher in grade 12 and he was so anti Valentine's day that that was the one weekend that he and his three buddies left their wives and they went fishing for the weekend. (laughs) He was like, Nope, this is the worst day of the year. Whatever weekend everyone would do the Valentine's day things. He's like, Nope, we leave. And this is our hunting, fishing, camping weekend. All right, dude. I mean, if the wife approves it, <laughs> yeah, then she gets a Galentine's Day weekend. She can do something with her gal pals and yeah. Well, maybe he's like maybe he is the husband that does it every day. That's not Valentine's Day, yes. so he's got a lot of brownie points built up. Hopefully, he's that. Um, yeah. But getting into the ideas, a lot of people had actually asked for ideas, and so we figured this would be a really easy place to get those ideas to you. And probably more on our Instagram over the next little bit leading up to Valentine's Day, we'll have some more like gift ideas and things like that because we had a number of messages like, what do I I get my husband and what do I get my wife, whatever. So we will dive more into those on Instagram. This is kind of going to be more date night ideas. Yeah, like you have to put some planning and some time and effort into this. Yeah. Okay, but hold on. I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Okay. What is the like best Valentine's Day you've ever had? I know one. I know it right away. Oh, perfect. We were still dating and um, I was working at a flower shop. So really, really busy, obviously, on Valentine's Day. And Jeff's house was really close to the flower store. So afterwards, I think I walked over to his house, maybe, and... He, man, I don't really remember. It's kind of fuzzy. Either way, he had decorated their holiday trailer, like their camper, mm-hmm. like all like candles and Whoa. there was like flower petals and it was so fancy. There was a big cake that my mom had helped him make or she made, I think, <laughs> for him. <laughs> I don't know. But we had this thing where I would send him a text on my phone and it was like an I and then the heart and then a you. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know if at that point we actually like said, I love you, but we would just like text the, I heart you, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just really, 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 really like you that stage in your relationship. Um, we're in high school guys. It's okay. I was going to say and- you're also like 12, weren't you? <laughs> I was like 16. <laughs> and so, um, so, but on his phone, because he didn't have the same kind of phone as I did or whatever, it showed up as an E, the heart, for whatever reason. <laughs> and so on the cake, my mom had write, written out I E U. Oh, that that's, is awesome. I know. I have a picture still somewhere, but it's stinking cute. Anyways. That's so funny. Yeah. And that's, that's all I can remember of it is like the cake. It had blue icing and pink letters and then just candles all over the the trailer oh, i was very surprised mm-hmm. wasn't too commercialized for him back then yet hey oh no 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 not when we were dating apparently then it's fine but now he's snagged me so every yeah, day is exactly. valentine's day yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh i love this yeah. okay that's good um okay did you want to start us off with the first one because that was sure. your idea originally yeah when we were chatting about this let's do it so okay. an in-home movie theater 
So you're going to have movie night, but you're going to do it up like a movie theater and it's going to be awesome. So get some like your best snacks, your best candy, your favorite drinks. If you live near a movie theater, go get the movie theater popcorn. (gasps) We have friends who do this all the time. They live like probably a five minute drive from the movie theater and the wife just posted on Instagram the other day. They're like, wanted some popcorn. So we drove over to the theater and got some. And I was like, that is that awesome. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. So yeah, go get your $35 popcorn. Yeah, seriously. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a couple ways to do this. Obviously, you can just use your TV and put something mm-hmm. up on Netflix. But if you want to go real fancy, you could get like a white sheet or screen and do a projector. You could rearrange your living room to make it like a fort or a tent or some fun exciting different space to sit in if you have i don't know if anyone knows what a nugget couch is or a cushy couch um if you have one of those it's like a couch for kids to build on and build and rearrange right and play right right on. it's like it's not some sort of weird sex couch <laughs> this is for some your people kids turn it into one but oh no that is a thing, but um, yeah, no, like we have a couple of them and so they're amazing for making forts. So I would just rearrange those, throw some blankets mm-hmm. over. Um, yeah. So good snacks, good drinks, a fun like setup to watch the movie in. Mm-hmm. And then you could go like, you could do candles. Maybe don't do the candles if you're like doing a fort cause it's going to get real smoky in there. Yeah. Um, There's risks involved with that one. Yeah, exactly. Be smart. Be smart. And if you wanted to go like full on sentimental, you can watch a movie that has, has some sort of meaning to you guys. Maybe like a really mm-hmm. old movie or the first one you watched together or whatever it is. You guys can can make it your own. But this one will take a little bit of planning ahead of time to get the snacks mm-hmm. and the drinks and go to the movie theater and get the popcorn, pick out the movie. Yeah. Plan this one a little bit ahead of time. It's not one you can just throw together the night of unless right. you're very quick which I'm not. Yeah. Plus also, if whoever's planning this, whether it's like you, the wife, or you, the husband, whoever it is, figure out movie options ahead of time so you're not spending the entirety of your evening scrolling Netflix. Preach. For the perfect movie because it's like so frustrating. You're like, oh, what about this one or this one? So when in doubt, just put on the proposal and you're good. Ah, that's a great movie. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. And then afterwards, you can just make use of that cozy space and do whatever other romantic kind of things you want to do on Valentine's Day once your movie's over. Like what, Alana? Like the sex. Oh. <laughs> you just wanted me to say that. You're the worst. <laughs> it's true. Do the intercourse in the cozy space. All right. Close your blinds first. They're in a fort. They don't need blinds. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Stay in your fort. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for those of you who are keen to go out and about instead of staying at home, I'm trying to – I was trying to figure out what this is called, and so we kind of decided on progressive dinner. So that's like when you're out – okay, so you go out to a restaurant. The first one you go to – okay, wait. You're going to different restaurants here in this experience. So mm-hmm. you're doing like, let's say drinks, you go to one restaurant, you go, and then you're done. <laughs> and then you leave. This is a really bad explanation. And then 
<laughs> you go to a different restaurant to get like your starter, your appies, right? Yeah, so yeah. then you eat those and then you go, you pay for them. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you get what I'm saying though. So you go and then you go a to a different, different restaurant. Yes. For You're your doing a different entree. part of the meal at different restaurants. So you can go Thank to you. one bar or restaurant for <laughs> drinks and then another one for appy, another one for entree, another one for dessert. And right. yes. Yes. Thank you're, you. My wife and I do this. We call it restaurant hopping. And it's super fun, especially if you live somewhere where you have like uh, a core area where all the kind right. of entertainment is. If you've got lots of restaurants and bars really close together. Mm-hmm. So like the last time we did this, we were in Whistler. And so if anyone's been to Whistler before, there's a big village and fun. everything everything is kind of centered around this village. So we would just walk across, I don't know, 20 steps to the next place. So it was super easy. That's fun. Also, if you live in a city where it's like this place doesn't have great, you know, like entrees, like a great like main course food, but they have really good appies, you can look perfect. We'll go there for appies and then, oh, I know this place has really good dessert. We'll go there for dessert, right? Pick and choose. can be really, really fun. I feel like this is a great one. I love this. Um, And then you guys can decide whether dessert's at a restaurant or at your place. Meaning oral sex. (laughs) In case you wanted me to just spell that one out for them too. (laughs) Speaking of which, if you Mm. would like to learn more about oral sex, we just finished a series on it. And we've got three really long episodes on it. So go knock yourself out. Very (laughs) in-depth. So tune in. (laughs) All right. Go for it. You take the last one. If you want something spicy... So you're at home and you want this to be more revolved around physical and sexual intimacy, then we have a few suggestions. So you can try something new and that can be like maybe you have a new piece of lingerie or you guys are going to use the Intimately Us app or the Ultimate Intimacy app and you're going to play the position roulette game and Mm -hmm. find a new position. Or... You're going to have sex in a new location. It's not going to be in the bedroom. Maybe it'll be living room, kitchen, car. I don't know. Take your new location pick. Or if you guys are into toys, you can have a new toy. Someone could, husband or wife, could bring out something new. Again, know your spouse because that might be super intimidating. So before you do that one, just know that it's going to be a good idea. Right. Um, I wrote in here for the next thing, add in edibles and we're not talking about like marijuana or any, (laughs) (laughs) any substances. So don't think that's what we're saying. I'm talking to clarify that. Yeah. I'm talking more things like chocolate or whipped cream, more of the sugary edible stuff that you can put on your partner's body and lick off. That can be fun. Um, The last one is no hands allowed foreplay. So you can do your foreplay, but you're not allowed to touch. So you have to use other parts of your body to touch your spouse. Probably going to end up being your lips. Um, Right. Don't use like your toes unless that's what you're into. But I'm thinking it's mostly going (laughs) to be lips. And you can also do this. um, You could do this the opposite way too, where you have... Um, like no lips allowed, only touching. Oh, right. Okay. 
and then I just well, just think of other we... senses. It's like okay, yeah, so why exactly. don't we like you know blindfold each other and we're both blind and we're yeah, <laughs> feeling so you're around just talking or you're just <laughs> yeah. talking. You can just use words. Or yeah, that. so you can like take a sense away basically, or take something yep. away and and do that for for your spiciness, if you wish. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. And so I think so. Going into like the next part of this is okay so maybe you're listening to this and you're like these all like sound like great ideas love all of this but what if my spouse just really hates valentine's day and is just like not keen to do anything on the day and so we wanted to address that because i feel like we all kind of know or once we get married we realize (laughs) that marriage requires give and take um you would kind of learn that early on even in your dating relationship right like you like spicy foods, he doesn't. You like the TV on in the background, she doesn't. Um, you want to listen to music during sex, he doesn't. You know, whatever it would be. And then February 14th rolls around and one of you loves Valentine's Day and the other doesn't. Um, so it's common to come across these sort of like a- disagreements in our relationship and they shouldn't derail us. Like this shouldn't mm-hmm. be like a thing to make, okay, now the day is completely ruined for me because I know that my spouse isn't going to do this or whatever. You kind of already set yourself up to fail with having maybe a crummy attitude about it. So this can be a big point of contention in many relationships. So we wanted to address that because we know that this might be you. And so here are kind of some helpful tips to kind of navigate these different differences. <laughs> because if it isn't February 14th, it could be something else for you guys. And so it's kind of, we wanted to address how are you going to handle it then when those differences come through? Um, yeah. And I think the first thing is expectations. Mm-hmm. What expectations does the Valentine's loving spouse have? Yeah. And has he or she expressed those to the, the other spouse? Mm-hmm. Because like the saying goes, unsaid expectations are unmet expectations. Yeah. So if you haven't told anyone what your expectations are, they're most likely not going to be met because yep. your spouse is not a mind reader. We've said that plenty of times in the past and mm-hmm. we will continue to say it because it is not fair to your spouse to expect them to do what you want them to do if they don't know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's totally true. And I think being able to be like, hey, why don't we just chat about this for a bit and both share kind of what our expectations are for Valentine's Day. Like maybe you're kind of new to your marriage or your relationship, whatever it is. And okay, this is our first Valentine's Day. Like, oh my gosh, like so much pressure, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, wait, hold on a second. What's an ideal Valentine's Day to me? Like maybe I need to think that for myself. Like what would be ideal to me? Okay. And then maybe, hey, do you think you could just in your mind think, okay, what's an ideal Valentine's Day to you? And then you guys chat about it instead of like going to the day and you're like, oh, I hope he bought me flowers. And he's like, wait, it's today. Like, <laughs> like I feel like there's obviously then there's going to be these huge unmet expectations, which is super crummy. And, and I will say that when you do have some sort of expectation or you do have an idea of what you want, it does have a much greater effect when your spouse does it without you asking. Yes. Like, obviously that's true, but if you want the thing to happen, make sure your spouse knows the thing because 
yes, it is so much nicer when they do it without you asking, but you're probably better off asking so that it actually happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that a million times, especially even through the podcast. Like, oh, I just want him to initiate the thing. Like, I just want him to surprise me with X, Y, Z. It's like, does he know this? Yeah. Can you surprise me with this? Because it's not going to happen right that second and he can surprise you down the road with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another thing though, if you are, if you chat afterwards, like you, you bring your things, you're like, okay, this is ideal to me. This is ideal to me. Okay. How could we potentially like compromise and do a combination of these things? Like maybe he's like, I don't want to do anything. And she's like, okay, well, could we do just this one thing? Or can we, you know, make it intentional in this way or whatever? I don't know. I feel like being flexible and having the conversation, if it's something that's causing you stress and anxiety to your relationship, we'll just take the pressure off each other and it'll be more fun. But I don't know. It's a day you get to celebrate your love for one another. Like that should be awesome. <laughs> but that's just me being yeah, someone exactly. who's a fan. Even if your spouse, even if you are the spouse that really does hate the day, I mean, at the end of the day, your spouse just wants to hang out with you. Like they yeah. just want to have a date. It's just it an be excuse so much worse. to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. It's just a day to hang out and connect and like have intentional time together. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. No. No, not at all. And I think another thing is we have these expectations. Maybe we don't even realize it. Um, and so when they show up and they don't have the flowers or, you know, she didn't write the card or whatever, we're disappointed and we don't even understand why. So I think even doing some introspection of yourself and being like, okay, what am I, what am I thinking for this day? And what happens if this doesn't happen? Am I going to be rude to my spouse? Am I going to like stonewall and not want to talk to them? Or, you know, how am I going to show Christ to my spouse and still show up even though, you know, I'm going to look for out for others' interests above my own, whether you're the one who is a fan of Valentine's Day or you're not, right? Yeah, and I think too, if you are the spouse who has expectations for Valentine's Day, you can ask yourself, like, why do you have such big expectations? Is it just yeah. because you really want to connect? Okay, great. Is it because you want to document the whole thing and post it on Instagram? Yes. Right? Like, what exactly is your reasoning for it? And why yes. Why are you upset that those expectations weren't met? Boom. Because, yeah, check your check your reasoning as well. Yeah. 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 And I feel like to kind of, you know, we already talked about this a bit, but all of this requires communication. Mm-hmm. Again, your spouse is not a mind reader. Neither are you. If you are, that's great. Good for you. But you're, we're, we're not. <laughs> and they're not going to know what you feel or think or whatever. So um, if you have these grand ideas, just let them know. And then maybe if you share why this day is so important to you, maybe you're like, hey, my dad always made a huge effort to love my mom intentionally on Valentine's Day. And it was amazing to see as a child. And it just, you know, totally reframed what I think about marriage and between my parents and all those, like, if there's like a reason, share that. And maybe your spouse will be way more understanding and keen to celebrate it as you want to, if they understand your heart behind it. Yeah. And if you're the spouse who really, really, really hates it and you are just like so opposed to it, 
then pick a non-Valentine's Day yeah. day and do something then. Like, if it really is that big of an issue to you, mm-hmm. just say, hey, I don't want to do it on that day because everything's way more expensive and it's so commercialized. Can we do it two weeks later? Yeah. I mean, that's probably a – that's just another way of coming to a compromise, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's smart because then all the chocolate's on sale. Exactly. Exactly. And flowers aren't triple the price. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, it's true. Okay. So I'm going to close it off with a prayer and then we can just end it from there. Um, Quick reminder though, make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so we can share it at the beginning of our next episode because we love that and we love hearing your guys' feedback and all that good stuff. So leave a review. Okay. I'm going to pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for these marriages. Thank you that they have this opportunity to put each other before themselves. And I ask, Lord, that you would give them so much joy as they navigate these conversations. Holy Spirit, that you would be in their midst as they compromise and communicate about what this is going to look like for them this Valentine's Day. We ask you would bless them and their marriages and that their Valentine's Day or whenever it happens, that their their time together would be so blessed and that they would have so much closeness and connection. Amen. Amen. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and tell your friends too. Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might have mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.